Trailer, I'm flossing. Huh. Them Hoosier tires glossing. Yep. Them cold kind, we're tossing. Right. They know I came to wreck it, yet I rarely bring out a caution. I hit the high side, boy. I park it for Brian Clausen. Uh. I do them like Kyle Welcome to Throttled Up the Podcast. Throttled Up will be a weekly podcast featuring Matt and Dustin. We plan to discuss the legendary Brownstown Speedway, along with other local dirt tracks, Eldora, Salem Speedway, and all of your IndyCar and NASCAR news. Don't miss an episode of Throttled Up, the podcast. Hey, Mo, are you going to win it? Yeah, I hope y'all brought some stamps, because y'all know I'm about to send it on me. Dirt, 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 I'm all about that. Dirt. I'm throwing dirt, 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 dirt. I missed that dirt, 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 dirt. Gotta get back to I'm it. I'm a dirt trackaholic. Call it what you call it. Saturday night, I am so Kenny Wallace on that. Welcome back to Throttled Up the Podcast. Uh, took a week off. Uh, back in the studio this week, and I'll be honest, it, it was a nice break, but I have to say I missed it. Yeah, you know, I've said many times this is therapy for me. So, you know, when you miss a therapy session, it kind of messes you up for a whole week. Yeah, it means that we're we're just that much more twisted this week. I mean, so we're <laughs> oh boy, we got two <laughs> weeks worth of, <laughs> worth of uh, therapy to go through. So, but it was nice. It's been a, a couple busy weeks at work and and a lot yeah. of things going on. But uh, it was nice. So before we jump into it, uh, we'll get into our uh, sponsors here. Um, if I can get my my mouse to move to the right spot first and foremost uh in the fastlaneproductions.com we say it each and every week here on throttled up the podcast but if you are not a member of in the fastlaneproductions.com i'm just going to tell you you're doing it wrong um because there is not a better site uh to be able to watch all the breakdown of the races at brownstown speedway every week um go back and see things that you maybe missed uh and you know even for for the drivers to go back and kind of see what they did or did not do um because i know i i've never been a driver but i've been a coach and i've yelled about some calls sometimes and when you go back and watch the video and eh, maybe it wasn't as exactly <laughs> the way you remembered it so again that's in the fastlaneproductions.com our next sponsor is going to be schaefer photo and custom tees that's the place for any race fan to get racing memorabilia Mark and Jamie Schaefer will work to make whatever custom photo product you would like from prints, keychains, magnets, buttons, and much more. Stop by the Schaefer Photo Custom Tees booth and let Bronze Bobby know what you they can do for you. Then also Brownstown Speedway, big sponsor, Jim Price and Brownstown. Uh, season winding down uh, coming up is going to be championship night this Saturday night. And... Uh, <laughs> a little feedback uh, yeah everybody's got their, their volume up on there but uh 
Uh, championship night. Uh, Devin Gilpin's definitely going to be the super late model champion, and Bill Grant is the Hornet champion. But every other everything else is up for grabs. Up for grabs. And I'll tell you what, some of those are close, like the modifieds. Uh, Eighteen points between Matt Boatnick and, and Jeremy Owens. And I that, see that Jeremy's is, already on here with us yes. tonight, so uh, he's definitely going to make that an interesting finish. And he, he did all he could do last Saturday night, you know, to close the gap on there. So that's. Uh, you know, like I said, outside of Gilpin winning the super late models and Bill Grant on the Hornets, every other class could change. So, And uh, next up, Miller's Termite and Pest Control is the only place you need to look for pest control. Don't get roped into the contracts or high prices with the big companies. Reach out to someone who cares about you. They can handle any problem from termites, bed bugs, ants, and spiders. They also do lawn care. Where else can you keep the bugs out and your yard looking sharp? And let's be honest, um, I mean, it's still 80 degrees in October. I'm about over mowing my yard. So reach out to them on Facebook at Miller's Termite and Pest Control. Email at pest underscore in underscore peace at yahoo.com or by phone at 812-767-5657. Billy Bad Fast Performance. Um, sponsor for racer, by racers for racers. Billy Bad Fast Performance is your source for new and used racing parts and supplies. They're currently stocking Schaefer's oil products and front and rear bumpers and door bars for your late model or modified. If they don't have it, they can find it. Give them a call today at 502-517-9393. And I've seen Derek Bottoms already signed on, so he's listening in this evening also. And uh, next sponsor, P3 Graphics, which is Indiana's premier uh, racing apparel and vehicle wrap uh, company. Uh, if you haven't checked them out yet, go and find them on Facebook at P3 Graphics LLC or visit their website at P3Graphics.com. Also, Tommy Taylor Insurance. Tommy Taylor is a Farm Bureau insurance agent. Uh, he can help you with any type of insurance that you may need. Look him up on Facebook. He is not just a sponsor of the podcast. He is my family's personal insurance agent and should be yours too. And also Brad Irwin Customs. Contact Brad Irwin Customs for bodies, interiors, fab work, setup, and consulting. With Brad Irwin Customs, you can stick them deeper. Give Brad a call today at 812-216-3900. And before we jump in, I do want to say, you know, we read through that each and every week, but I want to say just a huge thank you to all of them. Yes. Um, they've all jumped on and kind of supported us in this thing. This is, was a crazy idea that we started back in March, and it's already October. I mean, we're on, uh, what episode is this, 29? Um, episodes. I, I said this on my other podcast. The lifespan of a podcast is usually about six episodes um, before it dies. So we're already at 29. And thanks to our sponsors and to every driver that has been on um, and that's contacted us about coming on. Thanks for that as well. And if you've not been on yet, contact us. We'll get you on. You know, uh, we'll definitely make time to, to get them on if, as long as they want to keep coming on. So. Yeah, and uh, for those drivers who may be listening or, or will listen later in the week, one thing we want to do is we get the season wrapped up. We're going to look at possibly going every other week throughout the winter months. We don't want to stop because we still want to talk racing. We'd like to get multiple drivers on at a night to kind of tell stories and maybe pull up some footage from uh, previous in the season and talk about some things and, and not as much you know just trying to promote the drivers but just really talk about you know the racing action so if people are interested in that in certain classes reach out to us and let us know all right matt you introduce who we got with us tonight tonight we have uh used to be driver the number two now he's driver the 30l there it's uh, it's gonna be justin shaw hot sauce from last year at Terre Haute, and then uh car owner trent lyle there also in the house tonight so we got uh, got two of them here 
And uh, Bottoms wants to know why uh, how Sandals is not with you tonight, he says. Oh, he got stuck in Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, I've seen some questions there when I put it on there that we're going to have hot sauce Justin Shaw on there. So I'll, I know Jamie's on here, too, so we'll tell the story real quick on uh, – on that is we was at Terre Haute last year for the Indiana Pro Late Model Show, and they had the little quarter midgets there with the kids, and every kid had a nickname, and one of the kids' nicknames was Hot Sauce, and Jamie says, we need a hot sauce, you know, in, in the Indiana Pro Late Model, so Justin just happened to be standing close. We're like, there's hot sauce right there. So. <laughs> hey, gladly took it. Gladly took it. <laughs> I wonder where that came from. Yeah, <laughs> that's, uh, that's the hot sauce story. And another story about Terre Haute with him, though, is he got stuck in traffic and sends a picture to us. He's grinding these tires and stuff alongside the interstate while he's waiting on traffic to open up. So when he gets to Terre Haute, he's ready. So yeah, yeah that, that was that. interesting. <laughs> I pulled in and I passed Heat One as I was coming in the track. <laughs> they were rolling on. Yeah, because I remember you know because the announcers booth is in the infield there, and I remember looking out. We seen your trailer like rolling in, and like you said, Heat One was rolling out. So it was it was close call for you. Yes, I mean, was. and back to the nickname. There's a lot worse things that you could be nicknamed <laughs> than Hot Sauce. That that that's got a pretty good ring to it in in the world of nicknames. <laughs> so Jeremy Owen says maybe a champs night for the first one after the Fun Fest uh, for the champions at Brownstown. That'd be a good show. That would be a great show. That'd be, so. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun to watch everybody together on, on one one night. So, Justin, I'm going to start here. It's kind of where we start with everybody, and I know you've got a pretty um, storied history um, in racing, but, you know, I think the most interesting thing for me is where's it come from? You know, because this isn't a this isn't a sport that you can just dabble in or you, you just – I mean, it gets into you. So where does um, that passion, that that love of this sport come from? So, uh, for those of you that don't know listening, I am the grandson of the legendary C.J. Rayburn. Uh, so, uh, I've been going since I was young, but it's it's in my blood. Um, I was raised at the shop. I, you know, first you know first injuries probably all came from the from the race shop, and um, you know got to grow up around you know. A lot of the people that you see in the Lucas series and the world of outlaws now, you know, everybody started in a CJ Rayburn race car. Oh, yeah. So, uh, got to grow up around it. Then I worked for just about everybody. I mean, uh, I spent a summer with Don O'Neill on the Summer Nationals Tour. That was interesting. Um, you want to talk about testing someone's uh, ability to stay awake for 30 days? That's <laughs> That's it right there. So it uh uh you know i got i got to learn the ropes on working on them and how a night goes what's important throughout a night before i ever even got to set foot or and or sit in one and i, I this is totally kind of off subject though but how old is cj uh 78 because he amazes me every weekend at the track when i see him because he is as busy and as involved as any young guy in the pits. And that's, I mean, and obviously he is legendary, but he, he he's still legendary today. He's not stopping today. He truly lives for it. That, that, that's one thing I can say about him is, is that his, his life, that's his passion and, and he lives for it day by day. 
Yeah, and that wasn't, you know, I know some people get offended when you ask them their age. That's an impressive thing because that, that being 78 and the way he still is, is cranking in the pits is, is really cool. Well, I have to say, but one for your grandpa, dirt late models would not look nothing like they do today. You yeah. know, he was the innovator that said, let's do it like this, you know. And like you said, anybody that's, that's anybody has been in a C.J. Rayburn race car somewhere in their career, you know. Yeah. so Absolutely. Nathan Bowling asked how the weather is in uh, Upper Crothersville. Those of you who don't know, this is UCLA, Upper Crothersville, Lower Austin area. And uh, <laughs> it's beautiful up here in Upper Crothersville. Uh, it's pretty dark. Uh, hopefully downtown is uh, doing well as well. Uh, I know you're only about 350 yards away, Nathan. So, <laughs> Trent, how'd you get into the, into the racing, man? So uh, mine all kind of tied back to uh, I owned a business in North Vernon. And uh, we were sponsoring a driver um, there, and I think he just logged on. Actually, yeah, he may have. So uh, <laughs> we we were sponsoring uh, Tory Collins. Yeah, he just and, logged uh, on. Had fresh prints on the side of there. Um, crazy idea came up. We were standing in the in the business there one day and said, "What's it take to get behind the wheel of this thing?" <laughs> um, just jokingly, and he said, "Well, you sponsor, you can, yeah, sure." So of course, at that time, he had the connections down there at Twin Cities and. Got behind the wheel and uh, didn't do too bad, so I thought, yeah, I should have never got in this thing. <laughs> um, and then shortly thereafter, we kind of worked out something on sponsorship where I uh, used a chassis for the men for about a half a year. Um, and at that point, um, kind of tying back, bought Alan Magner's car, mm -hmm. um, and he ran it the first night that I owned that car. He actually ran it over there, <laughs> and uh, I told him to drive it like it was mine and not his, and I think he actually drove it better than he did when he was driving it for me as far as taking care of it. So I don't know if he was afraid the check wouldn't cash uh, come come Monday if I put a dent in it or what, but that's kind of where that kind of tied in. So Very cool. And kind of a, a crazy connection between Trent and myself is as Trent got into racing, um, and I was building websites at the time, and, and Trent, I saw one night posted they wanted a racing website, yep. and I reached out and I said, all right, man, now let's trade some sponsorship. You help me out with this, and uh, and I'll uh, I'll build you a website. So Trent and I, actually, that, that was our endeavor into the racing community was me building a website. Now I totally got out of that, and I'm in this crazy thing podcasting. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> it just... yep, and it, it's still going off what you based it off of, so I just don't. Um, he made it very user-friendly where I could update it, but uh, with kids and racing and all that, it don't get updated nearly as often as, I, it, as it used to. I understand. Neither does ours for the shows because I've got one about 75% built for Throttled Up that I've said all summer is going to roll out, and it hasn't rolled never, out yet. Never made it, huh? <laughs> It'll be exciting when it comes out, though, because oh, you, you, you've done a great job on that It one, is so. really cool. I just got to get it finished. Trying to find the time. So, Justin, you know, I guess I'm going to ask this, and this may be tough for you to say, with who you grew up around. Who was that hero? Who was that? And, and you may have a couple, but who was the guy that you said, when I get in a car, I want to be like so-and-so? Don O'Neill. Um, you know, growing up around Brownstown, he was the guy. Oh yeah. Um, as I got a little bit older, um, then it started being the summer nationals guys. So it was the Bab Herb, you know. Um, but but the coolest thing about being around it and having all those heroes, uh, depending on where I go and track conditions, I can kind of I I can say, all right, tonight I need to drive a little bit more like Moyer. Tonight, I need to be a little bit up on the wheel, get the elbows up like O'Neill. So, so you've learned, you know, you've seen all their their driving styles up close, yeah. so that you you're, you can kind of hone those in then. Yeah, and you know, and I think it's it's so cool that, and we talk about it a lot on here, but 
you know, when people, I think people take for granted what Brownstown Speedway is because it's, it's right here in our backyard. But when you talk about Don O'Neill starting at Brownstown, those people who aren't involved in the race community don't understand really how big of a name he is. Like yeah. until you, until you see the, the legions of fans he has from outside, I think they think it's like, ah, oh, he's a local guy. It's yeah. He, he runs around the country a little bit, but like he's the deal. I mean, the, yeah. the real deal. I mean, yeah. but, um, that it's, it's a pretty cool thing to, to be modeling after him. Yeah, the if you, if you ask about any of the the national level drivers, um, you know if you can win at Brownstown, you can win anywhere. So, it's uh, it's definitely a unique track. the The surface is uh, it's just different, um, and that's what's cool. Uh, you know, any of the ILMS guys, we you know they go to any other track around you know the you know tri-state area, and they're going to be up front. They're going to be contenders. Well, yeah, Skylar Lewis, you know, he went over to Illinois and won this year. Yep. And, you know, he kind of kind of showed that, too. You know, he's used to, you know, racing at Brownstown. and then, But then you brought up the, the Summer Nationals. Man, you know, as a regional racer, I don't think you can get much better than Shannon Babb. You know, you talked about with – because, you know, when he – Summer Nationals rolls around, I mean, he's business. You know, you better watch where that 18 car is when, when Babb's out there for the Summer Nationals. So yeah. He's definitely a good one to take some pointers from during that series. So. Yeah. Now I'm I'm going to kind of make this full circle because you brought up the summer nationals. I know you said that you know you you followed Don O'Neill, and you said it was it was trying. What what truly is that schedule like? Because it is to even for me to even try and think about it with the amount of work you guys put in in the shop through the week to compress it the way the summer nationals does. What is that like? So any typical race day, you know, gates open four or five o'clock, but but you got to be there um, three o'clock, right? Um, so first day, you know, you're all ready to go. You get your night done. Um, and, and let's, let's not forget this is in June and July. Right. <laughs> so yeah, in the Midwest. To, yeah. Not to mention it's, <laughs> it's between 80 and 105 and, yeah. and with humidity and yeah. 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 So, um, you know, you get your first night done, you load it in the box. Hopefully it's not damaged. You get up the next day or drive through the night you kind of got to pick one you either have to drive at night or you have to work on the car at night uh just because it's it's very difficult to do the driving in the morning and then get out maintenance the car and then be ready to roll on the track at five o'clock so um depending on the weather it it i always enjoyed when we would finish the race maybe have a beer or two then work on the car get it done in the box and then you have then you can sleep in drive yeah. all day um a couple of the halls you know hour down the road mm-hmm. not a big deal uh but i think our longest drive that year was something like eight hours oh my so uh i don't think there was anything over six that was next day uh racing but uh the days off uh are are welcomed <laughs> in that month but it uh it teaches you a lot because <clears throat> there's not a, a a full week to get things fixed. Right. There is a night. There's a heat race. You know, uh, if you make it through the heat and something's bent, you got to straighten it out before the bef- you know before the feature rolls around. So you learn how to do body work real <laughs> quick. You learn how to change all the front suspension <laughs> real quick. Um, if you if you got to do something in the back, there's usually some bigger <laughs> problems. But 
swapping out a rear end in a night, swapping out transmissions, middle of a race, you know, it's. And I'm sure that it, it, it teaches you also to be a little more resourceful because you may have to make something work that if it was just a net, you know, the next weekend, you'd go get another part, you'd order something in, you'd have it in, but yeah. you got to race tomorrow night. We got to figure out a way to get this thing to get us through. Yeah, I think the biggest thing I picked up, uh, you know, at the time I was uh, 18 or 19, and I think the biggest thing was the body work. Um, so now I do body work for folks just because it's something I've done forever. And But that was the biggest thing. And we'd come in every night and have a bent <laughs> body panel, or just a little bit, uh, nothing huge. But uh, I learned all kinds of different patches. <laughs> <laughs> Did you keep an idea like where race shops were while you guys were traveling where like you needed something big to fix that maybe you could use or lift or something when you guys was on the road like you know such and such is down the road you know maybe uh i didn't keep track of that but uh don had been racing for years and uh we had um we had a guy from i think wisconsin that was with us and he knew a lot of people from illinois so so yeah we didn't luckily we didn't have to come all the way back you know right. we were based out of martinsville so we didn't have to go to illinois back to martinsville it could you know we could stay at somebody's shop there that's good uh that's good i will say don does like his bed though <laughs> so <laughs> there were a lot of nights where we probably should have stayed out on the on the road but we came back so <laughs> <laughs> well i guess you got to keep the driver happy you know yeah. so. <laughs> matt's brother michael asked had you ever had to do an engine change between a heat and a feature no i have not thank goodness <laughs> Your brother says, how about that rear spo spoiler, uh, Trent Lyle? Uh, what about it? What do he say? He just says, how about it? I know he's right. got one and I have one. Oh, so yeah. That's... So, so uh, the back of these spoilers that yeah. run around, we got the back of blue on it. So it's got the uh, American flag that's got the blue stripe through yep. it. And uh, actually, the back of this spoiler this year has um, the two dogs' names, the canine units that was here in town. So um, the one dog that my brother originally had didn't work out. He has a different one now, yeah. but uh, it's got Vampire, which is Alan Ritchie's dog's name on the back of it. Um, you can't see it real well. It's kind of like embedded oh, cool. um, in the graphics, but it's pretty neat. So, yeah, you've got one, and my yeah. brother's got one, and um, we'll see where this one ends up. <laughs> and off subject, but I, that Vampire, I would never – I mean, you, you break that dog out, I, I'd, <laughs> I'd just about do anything. That dog hey, is – Hey, so so funny story here. So – and Justin can attest to this. So I show up to work one day, and I'm like, "Hey, man, you got you won't believe what I did last night." So uh, I'll, I'll speak to the the vampire story. So I pull in. My brother's there. Uh, or my brother's there, and and they're training some dogs. And they use my dad's shop, and they'll pull an mm -hmm. old farm truck in there and and train the dogs to find yeah. evidence or find find a drug or something like that. So we uh, I pull in there. Me and my son Hayden, which he's if anybody's at the track, he's usually with me in the pits, oh, yeah. um, doing things, but. So we pull in, and they're like, hey, man, you want to put the bite suit on? I'm like, all right. I was like, well, you know, I mean, I would have said no, but my son was there, so I had to be the big well, macho. absolutely. <laughs> macho guy. I said, yeah, sure. So uh, I take a bite from this thing and really wasn't worried about it a whole bunch, um, thinking, you know, bite suit's pretty big, uh, but you definitely felt it. And I didn't really necessarily feel it on the first time, but uh, once I gave them enough leeway and they went to go the second grab, um, Justin can attest to it. When I raised my arm up, it was black and blue and purple mm -hmm. underneath here. And I think the adrenaline rush got to me because I didn't really notice it until they said, hey, man, look at your arm. And I'm like, oh, God, look yeah. at that. So um, that was with a bite suit on. So 
pretty much my uh, public service announcement for the day is <laughs> unless you have a bite suit on, don't run from the dog. Yeah, would be, and, would be and, a good indicator and for that. all of them can do damage. But man, when Vampir yeah. comes out, he's come to our, our school to do some searches. And when he rolls out, I'm like, man, he 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 looks the part. He doesn't have to bark. He doesn't yeah. have to say anything. It just he looks. It. Yeah, well, and he let he let it go. He uh, just hit the unlock button on the the vehicle and the dog come running so it got a full out sprint to grab hold of me so that was uh interesting there's video out there you have to ask him about it i will that's awesome jamie schaefer uh ask you uh justin if you could win any race which one would it would mean the most to you and why Ooh, um i'm gonna answer this with two races um if you would ask me three years ago uh even now, uh, it's it's got it's got to be the World 100. You know, oh, yeah. again, I you know, I grew up with this. It's in my blood. Yeah, it's not the highest paying race, but it's it's All the, the race. Yes, but um, there's another one that I would really like to win, and this year felt like I had a great shot. Uh, is the Bowman 50? Cool, that's very uh, cool. It just it it has a special meaning to me. Uh, Brian gave me mm-hmm. a huge shot at racing. Um, uh, Grandpa has always gave me a, a great opportunity, and I've learned a ton and and whatnot. Um, but Brian stepped up a couple years ago, uh, supplied me with a roller chassis, a truck, and a trailer, and I bought every everything else. You know, I I. I've accumulated stuff for the right. past 15 years or so, but, uh, but not a whole, whole race team. So, uh, he kind of filled in the gaps and I was able to run ILMS points twice. Yeah. Uh, and that was awesome. Uh, uh, got quite a bit of experience there. And then, uh, you know, with Brian's team, um, kind of had access to, to meeting, uh, some industry folks that, I might not have met with grandpa, you know, grandpa's kind of, uh, he's got his guys and his suppliers. And then there's kind of just this other world of suppliers, you know, everything was kind of, it was on the shelf at grandpa's. I never had to talk to anybody. I just walked back there, grab the parts or whatever, go, go work on the stuff. Well, not racing out of a full blown, you know, (laughs) race car manufacturing shop. I had to call these places. I had to make the connections and and meet the people. And uh, uh, Cody Mahoney with Brian yeah. uh, really helped that along. And um, I was gonna say Brian really was building him. A, I mean, a racing stable with yeah. You know, you you and the ILMS, and then you know he had Cody Mahoney and and Adam both up in the super. So that was uh, yep. And even uh, Mark Barber over at Twin Cities. Yeah. So yeah, I mean he he had him a race stable built pretty good there. Yeah. Derek Bottom says that you'd probably settle for winning a match race against Zach Burton. Hey, oh boy, Zach! I think <laughs> we uh, I think we have a race coming up pretty soon. Oh, Saturday, maybe. Make me feel good. <laughs> <laughs> Derek Bottoms, if I can say anything, he loves to stir it from the, from the uh, from the comforts of his home. I, I know he he is definitely a keyboard warrior. I want to tell you that. So he. Uh, <laughs> He loves to chime in, and I hey, I appreciate it, Derek. Nothing but love from Throttled Up the Podcast. Keep stirring for us. My brother says he enjoys seeing your picture in Central Barbershop. So yeah, you, you got a man, picture, Ryan at Central Barbershop. He's the best. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I've got these crazy cowlicks. I don't know if everybody can see them, but this, <laughs> you can't do anything with those, and Ryan figured it out. It took me uh, 28, 29 years. <laughs> he got it on the first try. <laughs> so, uh, and, and Zach Burton said, oh boy. Um, so, uh, <laughs> they're all chiming in, and really what has to happen next is we got to get Derek Bottoms up here, because... He's taking his shots at Zach. He's taking his shots at Justin. It's only fair that Derek comes up and sits in the hot seat and I, everybody I gets to take shots. Well, I, th- I think we need to let all of them come to the studio oh, that night. Oh, I like that. You know, I was can... going to say, I'm going to be on the keyboard that night. Maybe, <laughs> maybe even better, when the season's over, maybe we'll host the roast of Derek Bob. Oh, that sounds... <laughs> we can just roll them in, any one aisle, after another. Any ILMS driver just wants to come in and just say their piece on Derek. Okay, I, so. I think that sounds like a wonderful episode. Oh, yeah. It, that's... Just start watching for it now, guys, because that's what we're going to have. So, Justin, you said what, what the race you would want to win. What's the race that you've won that, that is that crown jewel for you? Um, I won, I believe it was a fair race uh, at Brownstown in 2008. Um, it, was, it was, I guess, the perfect, I don't know if we qualified, but won the heat race and led every lap. Uh, and and I was fresh in racing, right? I you know, I'd raced. <laughs> I started in 06, and I ran once. <laughs> um, uh, it, it's a real good thing. Don't take out the person who's you know funding it on your first night, <laughs> especially that, you, in hot laps. You, you told <laughs> so, that story before the show yeah, started. Go ahead, so, go ahead and yeah. share that story because that's a great one. Yeah. yeah so the the first night uh, I got to drive a, a super late model or any race car. Yeah. I'd never raced go karts. Nothing. And uh, my grandpa let me let me drive this race car and uh, and hot laps. You know, he's he his big thing. And even to this day, um, if if we're on the same racetrack, he want on in hot laps. He wants to be in front of me so he can show me how to do it. <laughs> well, you know, I'm 16 years old and <laughs> nobody's showing I'm, me. I know what I'm doing <laughs> and. Uh, and in hot laps, I passed him, uh, but on the way past him, my spoiler caught his door area, and uh, <laughs> he might have went off the track a little bit. Uh, so, that needless to say, that was my one and only night, uh, my first year of racing. And I love how you tell that story, because it wasn't like my front nose brushed his back you know quarter oh, panel no. Oh, no. it's my spoiler may have touched his door like that's, <laughs> that's a pretty solid hit that's not that's not i brushed by <laughs> i was digging <laughs> rubbin's racing baby yeah so, so, so the fair race. Back to the fair race. So you raced a little once in two thousand and six, and took Grandpa out, and yep, was done. I think in 07 I raced uh, maybe five or six times. Um, uh, I don't know if you guys saw it, but a couple people saw it. I, a couple weeks ago, I shared a video. I went to Eldora in two thousand seven, and did awesome. It was my first time there, and uh, uh, kind of made the show there the uh, non qualifiers race, right? um but so so then it's 08 and i've got maybe 10 races under my belt and um uh you know i'm i i win a heat race it was probably my one of my first heat race wins ever so i'm starting on the pole of this (laughs) 
big race. And I've got Steve Barnett behind me, uh, Steve Godsey. And, you know, I don't know what the heck I'm doing. <laughs> so the, uh, the green drops, and I had people pass me on both sides. <laughs> and uh, luckily, someone spun out, and I got to do it again. And I was like, I am not lifting. <laughs> I'm not doing it. So uh, second try, got it, led every lap. Um, I think I saw Steve Godsey with a couple to go on the outside of me, and then him and Barnett got going at it, and that probably won me the race. Um, but, you know, it was neat then because, uh, you know, my grandpa was there. He didn't come to a lot of races. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he was there, uh, got to got to race against, you know, people that I'd watched for several years. Right. And and actually win. So and that was the old Brownstown. It was still flat then, right? It was still flat. You could do the old Brownstown curb. Yeah. So so yeah, uh, the fast way back then was all the way down to the tires. You float off and drop off the track and come back on. Yeah. So yeah, and I and I think it's really you know as a as a fan, somebody that's never sat in the seat, y- you watch you guys and you make it look so easy on restarts, and especially the very experienced guys. Like it's like no big deal. I can't imagine the first time you're on the pole and you're taking the green, and you have these guys around you. I yeah. mean, it's it's not just like, oh, who knows? I mean, that's some pressure. Yeah, so I will definitely say um, as I've gotten older and some more experience, uh, racing is a huge mental game uh, as much as anything. You have to run through the scenarios. You have to... Um, well, number one, you got to have a little experience and know what the car is going to do, but you've got to play every scenario. If someone's going to try to do a slide job, someone's going to roll in outside of you. If someone's, you know, outside of something crazy happening, you've got to run everything through before you ever hit the track. Have you ever went and looked at the lineup and like seen who's lined up beside you, right behind you, and thought, "Oh man, you know, this is." I mean, is there what is there a name that? You're like this is, you know, this is going to be a race when I get out there. So, um, uh, do I have to throw names out there? I'm, I'm not talking. I'm not talking where you're going to get wrecked. I'm talking you're like they're going to they're going to make you run with all you got. You know. Um, so so those those names. Uh, Jeremy Hines is always going to run you hard. Uh, Marty is going to run you hard and clean. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, when Steve Barnett was racing, he was going to run you hard. Um, uh, and, and anymore, uh, especially in the ILMS thing, there are so many good cars. Yes. The, top, <laughs> the top four in any heat race, yes, maybe even five or six, it's going to be super difficult to pass them. So, yeah, I mean, in the crate stuff, it's, it's kind of, uh, hopefully qualifying good and hitting that, uh, the wheel, just right oh yeah and I, i'm not laughing at you justin i'm laughing zach burton said every i think that every time i start my bottom when we interviewed tyler kane he said that with with the crate cars it's it's all momentum he said that you once you get that momentum up you have to do everything you can to keep it up there is, is that <clears throat> you feel the same way or absolutely yeah um you uh these crate cars don't have a whole lot of power, but if you do spin a tire, you be ready for somebody to be right with you on oh, the really? next corner. <laughs> yeah. So it's almost like a go kart. Then you know, go kart runs totally off momentum. So yeah, uh, 
momentum and then the the feature times they it really comes around because the track's got some brown spots and some black spots and then then you can really start maneuvering it around and <clears throat> that's why uh that 50 lap one is so fun is because you the track gets slick and you can actually start maneuvering the car and and some of the experience starts paying off and that's one of our favorite questions what what is the perfect track yeah uh to me perfect track is going to have a brown streak around the bottom with not not a full car two tires um black all the way up to the top with another strip of brown uh around the top that has some traction but uh but isn't so tacky that that you can just lean on it all the time so again and and that's what i think so interesting when you talk to guys that that have some experience and have had some success you want it to come back and i know you just said that you want to come back to your experience you would come back to your skill level absolutely um but still have ways that you can manipulate the car in the track uh the other i guess experience in the seat is one thing um but the thing that i kind of take pride in is the tuning Mm uh because i mean on these race cars nowadays they're so close that somebody could make a couple clicks on a shock and be out of the ballpark uh but there's also things you can do that are outside shocks so shocks bar angles uh you know your front end geometry is i i've learned in the past three years is huge um so and and even nowadays these cars are getting so good that aerodynamics is is huge uh I mean, even on any given night, we change his spoiler from laid back to up, uh, all depending on track conditions. And you wouldn't think, you know, running around a bull ring that that it would be that, you know, that, you know, particular with with the aerodynamic side of things. That, that's oh, yeah. pretty amazing to me. There, running around the top of Brownstown, if if you're up behind somebody, you better you better back your corner up a little bit because if you go in there as hard as you normally do, just out by yourself, you're going over the top. Real, this the aerodynamics that he's cutting off of you the, the yeah. air that he's taking away from you oh wow. yeah wow trent i'm gonna throw this one to you because yeah obviously you drove for a while yep what's the transition from driver to to owner so uh the, the interesting part of that is is it was interesting if anybody seen me at the bowman 50 um would have thought i was some crazy person <laughs> um to to see to see a car that you work on in your shop week in week out um he'll be out there after work stuff like that um, I'll be out there. My father-in-law's out there quite a bit through the week uh, since he's retired, and putting in the time. Um, I don't think people realize to go out there and do 25 or 50 laps on a Saturday night. It isn't a you rolled it in the trailer and you rolled it back out the next week. Mm-hmm. I mean yeah. that that car comes out. It's bolt checked. It's you're checking make sure everything's straight. You're relying on who's driving. If Justin's driving, hey, okay, did you did you hit something funny? Did you have a altercation on the track that I didn't see? Did you? For instance, this past weekend, I sm- we smacked wheels. Uh, me and Paul Ortman hit wheels together. So it's remembering that at the end of the night when your adrenaline's running to say, okay, when I get back, I have to look at this and make sure something's not out of whack. Um, but doing that and being able to see the, the rewards, and to be honest, I kind of went a little crazy when uh, Justin passed Marty um, <laughs> at the Bowman 50, and I thought, okay, here we go. We're, we're in second place. It's time to go. Uh, I think Britton Gotsey had a – issue on the track and caution come out with 10 to go and then uh trying to talk to justin that's where we needed the communication in the car like why'd you pick the bottom why'd you pick the bottom um that i knew he got past marty on the bottom once 
but I had a funny feeling knowing Marty that he wasn't going to have let it happen twice um, was my indication. So, uh, but I mean, it was possible, but it was a, a hell of a race, and to have have your car out there uh, finish third to to O'Neill Brothers that oh, pretty yeah. much, if you rack up laps at Brownstown, those guys probably have more than anybody. You may throw I, I, a Yahtzee or two in there, yeah, um, with that. But yeah, that's it's pretty exciting. So yeah, that was pretty neat, by the way, getting to run against Don O'Neill. Yeah, <laughs> that was the first time I've ever raced against him. Oh, I'm, really? Worked for the guy, known him since I was you know eight nine ten years old <laughs> that's really cool yeah and, and and trent i think it's awesome and i know you know a little bit more than maybe some people listening know but you're you got your boys are ungodly busy yeah. you got yeah. you got things going on all the time and, and i love that because i i used to laugh not at you but with you and when i'd see when you were still driving cars loaded up going to baseball clarksville gonna pick up the car somebody draw up draw my number for me i'm headed I mean, it was just crazy. So I think it's awesome that you're still getting in. You've given Justin this this opportunity, and 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 you're still involved, obviously, heavy, uh, but you've been able to be dad and, you know, involved in the racing. But yeah. probably what people don't know, when, when you had the two-car, you guys housed in the same, in the same race shop, right? Yeah. I mean, you guys. So, so past, so the, I mean, Justin and I knew each other from the track and stuff like that, kind of where your acquaintances and talk right. and how his, things go and type deal. His first car was a Rayburn car. Yeah. yeah. So I was helping him out with setup, and we'd park next to each other. And then one day, one day he parked down the pits, and he rolled out a black car. His original <laughs> one was blue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that was uh, Operation Blackout when I bought, bought Magner's car. Um, so the, the him racing a car for me kind of – so we were on our way back from Moeller one night, and I was like, man, we're not – I'm not driving back. It was just family and stuff was driving back. I said, I'm late. It's tired. Um, so we pulled in, and I just hadn't pulled up Facebook, and I knew Justin was running fifth in points, and at that point he was out of a ride yeah. um, for the remainder of the season. I said, hey, man, I said, just some wild idea. I was like, I know you're running with the open cars, but I said, if you want to run my crate with the opens to maintain your points in fifth place, I'd be willing to do it. One, um, it wasn't, hey, I just want somebody else to drive my car for for shits and giggles type deal. Right. It was uh, knowing the knowledge and stuff he had to mm-hmm. sit there and work beside me and say, okay, I'm just a farmer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Went, to school, went to Purdue type deal, jumped in a race car at 30 years old and decided I want to go out and drive a crate. <laughs> I didn't jump in a Hornet. I didn't, right. I didn't yeah. go through that. So um, to be able to pull that that mind apart a little bit and sometimes I'll ask him questions. He's like, no, I, no, you can't do that. Okay. <laughs> That's all I need to know. That's why I didn't do it. That's why I... Uh, kind of filter through him on some of the oh, same yeah. stuff we do so yeah that was a a huge uh that was kind of one of the first opportunities i got to jump in something else for somebody else so much thanks for that it's really kind of wild the relationships you make you know in the pits of, of a racetrack that you know become lifelong you know relationships you know after a while and yeah. It's truly a, a family uh, a family thing, and then it's it's a lifestyle. Oh, that's a fact, so, yeah. So, yeah, uh, I, I don't know if I ever told Trent this, but, uh, but yeah, he really showed me how you can do it, like, as a, as a, as a family thing, right? I, my grandpa's in it, but it was always, you go to the racetrack, you race, leave everything else at home. So... Uh, having the boys and then i've got uh, a nine soon to soon to be 10 year old girl yeah. sophie and and a, a little guy who's just over one noah and uh <laughs> just that's a big thing to me is just watching how the how the family does it so 
for you me. just stole my my next question because I was going to ask you. You know, Trent said all the knowledge and and experience you have. I was going to ask what have you learned from Trent because sometimes yeah. those are the you you learn as much you know with with helping somebody with some of that about yourself then so that's really cool because it is yeah. i mean and I, trent i love it because obviously i got i got a four-year-old that was in here earlier and justin you were so kind to give him a plaque so that'll mean that probably after i get done editing <laughs> this tonight i'll have to go in and try and find a way to hang that up on his wall because <laughs> <Cool. laughs> he, he'll be ate up with it but um you know and I, i've got a, a newborn that's that's four months old so it, it's it's cool for me to see the way your kids are involved and and the things you do with them yeah, it's pretty neat. It uh, it definitely has been uh, kind of a balancing act, right? So when I came into racing uh, and, and started using this guy's shop, uh, I still had that, you know, I grew up doing the, the regional national level stuff. So I've, I've work, 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 work. And, and it's, it's been kind of a transition of, you know, let's oh, yeah. balance out the, the time <laughs> here and, and live a little bit too well, speaking of kids my my 11 year old is saying hi on there so she, yeah hey lydia she's on there saying hi also uh tyler collins gave you a big shout out there that uh that uh, without you he probably wouldn't done as good as he's done he says and then uh tori collins said that you put the body on i think it was tori or was it tyler too it's been tyler i, I believe yeah yep. put, the, put the body on his car i did so he, uh i did tyler's body last year um Zach Burton and um, it was Chad Fields' car at the time, but uh, the Haley's have it now, yes. and that's yeah. what uh, Zach has been driving. So uh, that yeah, was re- we, that was really cool. The Haley's to do that for Zach also. As I was talking about getting to jump into rides, and uh, I do want to give some you know public credit to the Haley's to tell Zach that he could finish the year out since he had an issue with with the three Z there. Yeah, I that's one thing i've always uh wished i could do is is just have like a day where you know we got a like an adjustable seat in a race car and just come <laughs> let, come let people really understand what these things do because i'll tell you that these late models are something <laughs> way different than any type of street car out there so my brother wants to know how much the the late models have truly changed in the last five to ten years um driving uh driving wise a ton um setup wise it's really surprising that that um really it's just the shock technology oh really um in i guess we're yeah four years 2014 i set up a rayburn as a four bar for three races and the only thing that's really different from that car and Rushdie Schlinks, who's winning everything, yes, shocks, really, yeah. And um, you, you know, I've, I've never, I'm like Dustin, I've never been in in a car. You know, I haven't taken a lap, but I kind of picked up on that when Hudson was still running with the ILMS, and when I'd interview him in Victory Lane, the first thing out of his mouth is, "I can't say enough about the Penske shocks," yep. and so that was kind of tipping me off that. That must be something big because that's the first thing he thanked you know, every time. So. Oh yeah, they they uh, they have awesome support. Uh, they're a little high dollar, I will <laughs> say that. But <laughs> but uh, uh, there's a couple guys at Penske that that you can call Nick, Aaron. Um, but yeah, it's it's crazy. The the setup wise, you can you can be two clicks out of the span of thirty. And you can go out there and tell the difference. Wow. Yeah. And I, I want to throw this out there as we talk about setups and how much stuff has changed. Justin Bowling, uh, 
one of the fellow crate drivers there at Brownstown in the ILMS. Well, leading rookie of the year candidate. Yes, by the way. leading rookie of the year says that <laughs> his weekly uh, setup is to just try and make sure there's air in the tires and gas in the tank anything else is over his head and well when he was a guest on here he said he hadn't changed it from when he bought it remember yeah, he, he said just he was just he unloads it, which, it and just leaves it exactly the same so which I, this is probably a story i'm not supposed to tell but i'm gonna tell it because i just heard it tonight <laughs> but we we've talked about marty uh tonight and i was talking to to joe hartwell uh at work <laughs> this evening and he said he said that they were so bad last weekend in the heat race he said we couldn't figure it out he said we were awful he said i just we could not figure it out he said, when I got home, I realized that the the air was leaking out of the tire and there was no air in the tire. Oh. And he said, so he said, I mean, he said it was leaking while we were out there, but he said, by the time we got home, there was nothing in it. So he said, yeah, that was probably our bad setup there. So, <laughs> so, Hey, Justin, I know you're talking basic, but even the Hartwells there, uh, they, they had to <laughs> yeah. double check that there was air in the tires. I've had that problem. <laughs> it must be a thing that everybody has to have. <laughs> yeah, it's just a learning experience, I'm sure. I guess I got to give you a shout out, Justin. I mean, Keegan Cox gets on here and says, "Without you, he, you know, you worked on the 23 machine of his." So, I guess that's awesome. That, you know, these guys are all, you know, realizing how much you do help them there. You know, when you go to the racetrack and. Yeah, I will say. Uh, so this year, I I haven't raced a whole lot. I think four times maybe mm-hmm. for Trent here, and. Uh, but one thing that was really fun this year, uh, especially at the beginning of the year, is uh, I went through Tyler Collins' car uh, over the winter. Um, just kind of pointed to him in some directions on buying stuff. And, and I can't take all the credit. Uh, Brock Burton uh, with Renegade Custom mm-hmm. Suspension, another sh- shocks, shocks, oh, shocks, yeah. shocks. Um, uh, the first race out, I... I uh, I came and kind of helped him, and I think Trent was there, and just kind of bounced back and forth between some some folks that were there, and watching Tyler go out and win a heat race and run second feature, <laughs> and uh, Trent's has been a little bit more difficult. Tyler has kind of a, a out of the box cookie cutter car. Everybody's kind of same setups, known easy to bounce between people, right? And uh, Trent's is unique. Uh, <laughs> I. Uh, it's got one car in the front and then a half of a car another in the back so uh no one else in the world has one it's so, johnny cash one piece of yeah, time, piece baby. Of time <laughs> yeah so so we've we've steadily made changes all year and uh uh i think a week or two ago he came back and said the car is definitely better than me <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, the, the, so. The, the finish did not uh equate to what the car had so it was uh one of those deals it was over his head that was the car was over my head it was driving so well that i couldn't drive it um good enough so that that's a that that's another piece that you know i love driving if i could i'd do it every week um i'd do it as a as a job probably but uh but i did find a lot of joy in in helping and you know just tossing out some ideas when you know people have some problems with the race car all right what's it doing all right try this try that try this and they come back and they're like yeah it it worked thanks (laughs) that feels pretty good you know that that has to be cool though that you can do that and you know that because you know you know somebody like you know justin bowling you know he's done great this year but i'm sure he would love it if somebody would just said let's try this you know try that so it's uh yeah he um he went with uh cody uh mahoney fabrication and uh cody does awesome work way better than i could do but um uh he's another one that's grown up around the sport you know yeah 
and, and Don O'Neill. Yes. He was he was with Don, and I think he got Luke's old crew chief of the world uh, uh, of the series or whatever yeah. um, of the year. And uh, he's he's doing the same thing. So I I recommend him come to me. I, I <laughs> you know so. Trent, I'm going to ask you this because that's something we've we've talked on here about before too. Because sometimes I think young guys um, that they they always think that man, if I just had you know Marty's equipment, or if I had this person's equipment, or if I had this, I could run it. How how much do you have to adjust as a driver as that car gets better? You know, and and you know because you, you finally get comfortable with the way it's running, even though it may not be everything the car's got. And then you find it a little bit more. How much adjustment is there for you as a driver? Um, so it, it took a lot because Justin's driving style and mine is completely different. So if you if we had the same, I mean, he has a white helmet on. Usually I have a black one. So if you're ever at the track and say, oh, I wonder who's in the car tonight, if you don't have Matt announcer or whatever, that's who it is. But if you watch the car on the track, it'll take like a lap or a turn before you realize that, oh, yeah, that's Justin in there. That thing wasn't going to look like it was going to go over the bank type deal at Brownstown or something like that. But. <laughs> Um, the adjustment is, is once you realize you were driving it one way and that the car handles better somewhere else. Um, and, and this weekend, for instance, we were at Twin Cities and ran and we got to where we were comfortable enough. We couldn't get around. I mean, we were right there with cars getting runs, but we couldn't get it. But the car was good enough that I felt like I could move around on the track. So it was, okay, I'm up here on top and I can't get the run so I can go to the bottom and try this thing. It wasn't that the car was set up where... I had okay, to stay at the I, top. I have to yeah. stay at the top. I can't go anywhere else. And and Justin's been really good in in figuring that out and just walking me through the basics of, okay, if this is happening, this is what you need to do, and this is how you get to stay on the bottom and not come up the track. Um, and one big ticket this weekend was using the brake more than I was the gas, um, hmm. and, and that made it one just be able to move right up through there and keep the car where you want it to, keep it underneath of you. Um, where my philosophy was, okay. This is fun. It's like out in your pickup in, in, in the backyard somewhere right doing donuts, yeah. which wow. there's videos of that out there, too. Um, they just keep it sideways, and but keep it underneath of you. And um, then seeing the pictures come back that this car was laid out, but you're passing them on the bottom, and you're, everything's square and ready, ready to go. So, And I'm going to say that from when I was a kid till now. I remember being a kid at the racetrack. You know, when, when the cars got to the corners, you know, they were hung out. And now you guys keep them so much more squared up than – than probably ever in dirt racing you know yeah that's uh that has to attribute to that uh question earlier where <laughs> oh <laughs> that's great uh so that that has to go back to that question how much has the setup changed in uh the last five years now if we expand if we say 10 years um that really comes into play oh, you know really? they used to be hung out oh, sideways yes. um now they're straight, or they look straight anyway. But the the rear ends actually turn underneath the car, and well, there's you know you, when I remember being a kid, you know, and, and you know you got they'd go into the corner, and you know they turn right, and that left front wheel would would bury up in the front flare, and you know as a kid that that was yeah. just awesome looking to me. And I know me and my brother grew up on a gravel road, and uh, I think everybody on that road hated us because we had all the gravel <laughs> thrown off every corner, and you know because we wanted to drive like those guys we seen at Brownstown, and uh, I never did that. <laughs> If my mom's listening, I never did anything like that. <laughs> well, I was going to say. But, but now, now you don't see a car like, you know, when you see a car with the left front tucked into the flare, you know, he's out of control now because yeah. they just don't drive like that anymore. Yeah, now it's know? the left rear yeah, that's tucked, tucked up, up in the door. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I was going to say, you know, if you, if you are friends with Trent on Facebook, watching some of the things his kids get into out there. Oh, and I mean, 
I'm I'm envious of not growing up out there because they they'll be racing in the shop and chairs and big wheels and they'll be out in the the field with a race. I mean, it's oh, yeah. they're constantly turning laps in something. So it's it's yeah. a cool deal. Jamie Schaefer, uh, she threw out another another uh, thing to you there. Said never seen you in the pits without a smile on your face. Great individual all around and an excellent model for those that what the sport needs. So uh, she bragging on you there. Awesome, thank you, Jamie. I do have to say, you know, you do smile a whole lot. You know, when you're in the I pits and you're enjoying it. And I remember we was at Bloomington last year, and you was changing the, the carburetor in the car, I think, or something, man. And he's got his feet, you know, on top of the frame rails, just <laughs> leaning down. I'm thinking, how's a guy work like that? Yeah. You know, I I'd fall over and you know I'd hurt myself. Got to get it done. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and that's the thing that Justin and I have talked about quite a bit is if it's not fun, there's other things you can do yes. that's not enjoyable. So if you're there, even on a bad night. You have to realize that there's people in the stands that would like to be in that car mm-hmm. to say they did that. So yeah. you better enjoy it and better put on a show for them when you yeah. get out there. Well, and yeah, I think, so. and, and Trent, I'll give you this credit, because even when we worked before on the on the website and stuff, uh, you know, I know that for you it has always been about the fans, and it's always yeah. been about having fun and putting on a mm-hmm. show and those kind of things. And, and you're exactly right. And and it's, it's funny to me sometimes that the guys that, when you go in the pit, and I, and I get the time and the money and the investment, but – if if you despise it as much as sometimes you look like, buy a bass boat, man. You yeah. can go to the lake yeah. a lot easier yeah. than what you're doing here, and 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 it, so it is cool to see guys that hey, man, it, it it's a bad night, but we'll figure it out. Yeah, I got to tell you a story since you brought that up. Last year, near the end of the year, Tad Cheek he drives a modified, and you've told me this story. This one's great. He showed up and and paid his way all the way to the pits to race, drew his number come back and brought the transponder back and tells jamie he said my buddy's called and said they're at the lake in the boat he said i'm just gonna go back home so he turns his transponder in before we even hot lap <laughs> leaves to ride a boat you know so that's wow. uh, that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> his, whole, his whole pit crew was out at the lake and he's like yeah i'm just gonna take her home go away <laughs> so, uh, which everybody's funny. had those nights i mean it's it's time just to pack it and go to the if, if there's lake, one but. thing that i i could I, I wish there was more time in the night for it is the fan interaction. Yes, so thank you. Some of my favorite nights are those fan appreciation nights. And uh, I tried to always make them, whether or not it was Brownstown, Twin Cities, wherever it was, as long as I could make it. And, like, if I was points racing, I couldn't make them all. But those are the best. So. And, you know, that's, you know, we got the picture there from the Bowman 50. And, that, you know, that's why we tried to do that. You know, me and Mark talked and let you guys do the out-of-the-car introductions. And, you know, because – I know when I was a kid, I wanted to know what that guy looked like because you, you know you sometimes never got to see him, you know. And it, you know, this is your guys' big night, you know, with the ILMS, and you know, we try to make it a big night for you guys. So that's well, yeah. and I've said this several times on here, Justin, and it's honestly the truth. But when my son went to three-year-old preschool, and my wife did the fancy board that you have to do on Pinterest because everybody has <laughs> to do that. And when he said what he wanted to be when he grew up, he said Spider-Man because it was all superheroes. Since we've started this show and he's got to meet drivers, because to him, you guys are Jeff Gordon, Dale Earnhardt, Tony Stewart. I mean, that's that's awesome. And this year at four-year-old, I wasn't home when they actually did the board, and my wife sends me a picture, and it says, when I grow up, I want to be a race car driver. And I'm like, and it, you have no idea. Like, that little boy, that is all I'm going to hear about for the next three weeks is that, uh, you know, because it to him, you guys are, I mean, the biggest things you can see. So uh i appreciate that when i've got a young kid because the, and for those that obviously we weren't on yet but 
you know, your interaction with him will mean the world to him. And that's, you know, when we talk about how do you grow this sport, how do you keep it alive, it's what you just did right there that, that'll keep that going. Well, I got to say, I was a teenager, and the guys that rolled down the racetrack, you know, on Saturday nights were my biggest heroes, too. And you don't have to just be four, oh, yeah. you know. And, and my family, we went to the NASCAR races and also to Brownstown, and I would have much rather watched the guys at Brownstown. You know, they, oh, yeah. I felt like I was closer to them, you know. Well, I'm going to say it, you know. I, I'm waiting on the, the old jokes. No, I, I actually, I wasn't going old joke there. I mean, Saturday night, watching Chase Briscoe in the in victory lane at, at Charlotte in the yes. Roval. Kevin Briscoe was my hero growing up. I, I know that Matt gets mad at me. I'm a sprint car guy. Um, he fell on his head when he was a kid. Obviously. <laughs> loved watching Kevin Briscoe. I'm from Mitchell, Chase's hometown, and and it was so cool that Toby uh, Wedgwood, good buddy of mine, went to high school with him, and he does uh, the Briscoe Breakdown podcast. And he posted a picture, and it was so yes. cool that was Chase's nameplate, and he designed it. And it was um, – he said, you know, it had the confetti on it from winning, and he said, you know, this may not mean anything to anybody else, but it's got the Indiana flag with Mitchell, Indiana underneath it. But then he talked about – Chase's name actually sits at 36 degrees. And the reason why they chose 36 was um, the number five that the Briscoes are famous for running. He was 13 when he broke Jeff Gordon's record in a 410 sprint. And he was 18 when he went into ARCA. And 18 plus 18 is the 36. So he did 36 degrees. And I mean, that gives me chills still. I mean, I'm, I'm 33 years old. And the fact that I watched my hero get pictures in victory lane with That's his son good. gives me just absolute chill. So it's still today. I mean, I, oh, yeah. I, yeah. I, I just sat there and I'm like, oh, yeah. even though it wasn't Kevin, Kevin is in victory lane with his son at Charlotte. That's the coolest thing ever. Well, that was what, three or four weeks ago when I interviewed Greg Johnson, yeah. you know, he's, I've rooted for him, you know, pretty much his whole racing career. I know he took your ride there in your first year, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, but uh, you that's know, all right. I've forgiven him. <laughs> but that's uh, you know that was cool to me that I got to be a fan, and then I got to go interview him in Victor Lane. So you know, I'm, like you said, that's like a full circle moment right there. So absolutely. And then your brother said that's what's wrong with me is that I'm from Mitchell. And uh, Mike, you're you're right. Um, he's, he's, he's a transplant there, though. That's he's not telling the whole story. Yeah, but here's the thing: it, <laughs> only the tough can can make it in Mitchell. When all you got is a cement company. <laughs> You got to be tough. We got rid of the bus manufacturer. All we got left is Lehigh Cement. So that, that, that's that's part of the problem. Hey, we forgot to let you guys yell out your sponsors, though. So you guys want to do that real quick? And uh... I'm going to let Trent start because I don't uh, technically have any this year. But uh, <laughs> but I'm I'm definitely going to give a shout out to the ones that I had in the past, um, and uh, and maybe even some from the past. Uh, just that i want to say thanks to good deal yeah so uh we got tns farms uh that's family farm there and then uh trowbridge diesel performance helps us out gives me a little advice on the truck i'm running with um, <laughs> especially when i have some issues with it so um, got a deal bought right but uh had to put a little tlc into it <laughs> um and then i mean we're running penske shocks uh accuforce helps us out quite a bit when we got questions there um, and, and you look at people's names that aren't on the car my father-in-law helps me weekend week out in the shop um, and then my dad's usually at the races with me on the weekends, um, helping out and supporting there. And of course, you got the family and for, in the stands um, and doing some things there. And then also, I got Wagner Motorsports out of uh, Versailles, sets me up with fuel and stuff like that every week. Um, so, really get this going. And I'm sure I left out a few there that I'll be sure to hit back on when he's done. <laughs> 
I'll add in super heat solutions for oh, him. Yeah, yeah, my bad. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> you're wearing the shirt, yeah. you're sitting here pointing at it like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Yeah, so um, uh, super heat, that's my little business. I do some body work, some uh, consulting. Uh, we have uh, Garlic over in North Vernon. Uh, Buddha, uh, Burt Transmission Sales and Service, he's over in Illinois, does does the best work on transmissions there yeah. is. Um, I think we're couple years in on a transmission he did and it's still running strong good deal um shawl trucking out of ham lake minnesota uh uh bam weather bamwx.com they uh if if brown sound does not have them they need to get them because uh every every week i'm on there looking at the weather watching all the fronts and how <laughs> everything's they, they just explain it so well oh, it's really? awesome i i will say that i've i've used them on facebook and being a being in the business I'm in in school, like when the we- winter weather oh, comes, yeah. they are the most accurate you can find. Absolutely. Everybody else will be saying like 12, 13 inches. They'll be like, you're going to get two. And it's like, that's what we get. They are yeah. they are the best. Exactly. I will throw that out. <laughs> um, Penske Ration Shocks again. Uh, Central Barbershop. Ryan at Central Barbershop getting this thing all figured out. Um, uh, Smoker Friendly. CrossFit East Indy. Um, and Greenlight Auto out of Columbus, Indiana. Uh, so... Uh, I actually do a second job there, or third, or fourth, or however many that is. But I, I've seen you put uh, give on, me a on shout Facebook there, the you know, that <laughs> you're moving cars up there. So yeah, yeah. And I got to give a shout out to Central Avenue Barbershop since I started working up in Columbus. Um, I go there now, um, and I've got to the point that I don't even shave myself. This is uh, kind of what works out. So Thursday at twelve thirty every day, I go in there and see Taylor. Taylor uh, gives me a straight <laughs> razor. Oh yeah, good and, one. Uh, you feel pretty damn good when you walk out after oh, straight. Oh yeah, that's, that's a right now, that's, The, the you, hot uh, towel does it right. <laughs> you're about six inches <laughs> taller when you walk out, just because you feel like you should be. Yeah. You think back to Grand Torino when the uh, oh yeah, you know, Clint Eastwood's there ready to ready to go take on the town. Type of <laughs> and I'll tell you what, out. that's a trust thing because oh absolutely, <laughs> the best are the best. But I've always sat there. We had a guy in Mitchell when I was in high school and always gave us straight razor shaves. And I always thought. Man, he could kill me so easily. Like this is yeah. this could be over yeah. in a heartbeat if he wanted it to be. So like it it kind of makes you wonder what they're thinking when they're back there strapping it up on the, that's the leather a, that's strap. Exactly. You know, it's like it's like man, have I ever have I ever said something about this guy? Maybe didn't mean and yeah, it, that that's the best. Yeah, and then a a, a couple more um, Irish Brothers Pest Control. They do mostly Johnson County, but uh, uh, do an awesome job. Uh, um, Travis Kern Racing Engines. Uh, man what a guy uh helped me out a ton when uh when i was uh, down an engine and trying to run for points the other year uh and then two really big ones uh cj raven grandpa helped me get started get uh, uh i'll say the fundamentals and and a really solid foundation and then last but not least brian bowman uh again gave me a heck of a shot to uh really show everybody what i can do in a race car and with one and help me out and you've done a good job i mean pretty much about every ride i can remember you in i mean you was always you know an up front runner and you know you ran the wheels off over if you could so that's you know yeah i think i think had hudson not been around a couple years ago (laughs) um i think i finished second to him like four or five times yeah yeah so yeah he, but, he was definitely a spoiler for spoiler for a lot of you guys that year and but, i and i've always joked he had more fans in the race cars than he even had in the stands oh, absolutely. i said when he went lucas oil went nationwide every driver was like 
we love Hudson. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. We want to see him. And, and it is. It's genuine, but it's also like, man, this guy. And, and, and another aspect, at least for me, is I worked for Don 10 years yeah. ago. I yeah. rode four wheelers in the front yard with Huddy. Yeah, kid was nuts on a four wheeler, <laughs> and then you know, and then I get to race against him, and then uh, watch him do the Lucas stuff. That was that's pretty cool. So, so you saw it from an early age on a four wheeler in the front oh, yard. Oh yeah, was- oh yeah. We all we all knew Hudson was going to be the the race car driver there. So very cool. Well, we're uh, we're a little over an hour in, so uh, you know, guys, I want to say this to both of you, and first of all, good luck in in everything the the remainder of the year little bit we got left um good luck in the future both driving and and everything that you guys are going to do um thanks for coming out you know and i say this to every driver and and you guys that come out because it it's crazy to me that we can get everybody to come out here on a wednesday night and and just sit down and talk with us so come back anytime we'd love to have you again um and continue to kind of talk these stories and we appreciate your support for us as well thank you yeah, thanks, thanks for, for having, having us, us. All right, everybody, uh, make sure you get out to the tracks this weekend. and uh, Championship night. Championship night at Brownstown Speedway, like we said. Some really, really tight uh, yes. point battles there, um, and especially the modifieds, 18 points there between Boatnik and uh, Jeremy Owens. And, uh, you know, it should be an exciting finish, I am sure. Yep. All right, everybody have a good one. trailer i'm flossing huh. them hoosier tires glossing yep. them cold kind we're tossing right. they know i came to wreck it yet i rarely bring out a caution i hit the high side boy i park it for brian clausen uh. i do them like kyle larson watch me throw them sliders party in victory lane and y'all boys ain't invited your mama gets excited when i pull up to unload even your grandpa talking about man that boy too cold we don't sit on 24s we don't ride on spinners i'm posted up on them 15s with platinum dirt defenders got kids up in my window like hey mo are you gonna win it yeah i hope y'all brought some stamps cause y'all know i'm about to send it on me dirt dirt Dirt, I'm all about that. Dirt, 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 I'm throwing. Dirt, 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 I miss that. Dirt, 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 gotta get back to I'm it. a dirt trackaholic. Call it what you call it. Saturday night, I am so Kenny Wallace on that. Dirt, 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 I miss that. Dirt, 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 gotta get back to it. 
I just won hot laps for the third week. Huh? Lil Dave said he thinks we're in the first heat. So I go and check the board on my bike, sitting outside pole. Y'all know what it's looking like. Uh -huh. W, W, that's another George W. Hit, hit him with that half a lap, like, dang, what gear you running, dude? And where'd you get that fire suit? Uh -huh. Man, I like that stitching. Velocity USA, hey, just tell Brad that I sent you. I'm shining like I'm rubbered up, and I'm smiling for the pics. Y'all boys be looking tacky while I stay looking slick. Oh, sure. Four new rims, no new friends. They never know what I'm planning. Never. And mama just gave me them eyes like, dang, baby, you looking handsome. We pray and sing the anthem. Nobody takes a knee. Uh -uh. We stop and show respect, cause we're all proud to be. Right. From the land of the free and the home of the brave, y'all better wake up and get it. Uh. We're making America great again. Let's all go out and kick it on there. Dirt, 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 dirt. I'm all about that. Dirt, 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 dirt. I'm throwing. Dirt, 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 I missed that Dirt, 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 gotta get back to I'm it I'm a dirt trackaholic, call it what you call it Saturday night, I am so Kenny Wallace on that Dirt, 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 I missed that Dirt, 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 gotta get back to it